Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Just Kathy. Um, the reason for it this week is pretty similar to last one. Sean just has way too much going on. He is trying to cover for some of my um, my downfalls, I guess you'd say. So because I am getting a lot of migraines recently, I haven't been working as much. And therefore, Sean is doing more like trivia and stuff like that to try and make up some more money. So that is why I'm here alone. Plus, uh, I just wanted to talk about what I posted. I don't know if everyone saw on Instagram the other day that I have been in um, a depressive state for quite a few weeks. But the problem is I didn't even realize it. And I likened it to how they talk about the frog in boiling water. So I think it was coming on slowly and I was keeping myself busy and not really realizing how I wasn't enjoying stuff. So like the thing that really hit me is I haven't been loving watching TV or, you know, listening to podcasts, things that usually get me really excited. It's just not holding the same luster to it. And it is weird how you can just kind of be in this limbo of not knowing where your emotions are leading you. So I also had looked up some information about apparently people that suffer from migraines are like five times more likely to be depressed. But they don't know if it is, you know, an exact correlation, like how that works, because it could be getting the depression because of having migraines, but you could also be getting migraines from being depressed and anxious and such. But I definitely notice uh, them going together. I think for myself, a lot of it is I, when I miss work because of feeling bad, yes, it's excused per se, like because I have FMLA, but I feel so guilty and I feel like, somebody's always thinking that I'm making it up, which is the hard part with a so-called invisible illness. I can't prove to anyone that I'm having a migraine. I can't, you know, explain how dire it is with the dizziness and the nausea that uh, it gets to the point where I can't, you know, I can barely move, nonetheless drive and do a job where I walk around for eight hours. So it just, it, it makes me feel anxious that people don't believe me, including Sean. And I know in my heart, he believes me, but I also know that, that he is extremely frustrated and, you know, upset if he wakes up and I'm still here because that's how many dollars we're losing each day. And it just, it's a, it's cyclical. I feel bad about it. And, you know, because of my head hurts and I'm not going to work. And then when I feel bad and I get anxious, I might get tension, which won't let the headache go away and so on and so forth. It's just, I, I'm in a bad place right now is, is the bottom line. And uh, I have good moments during the day. There's not always 
it's not always horrible, but there's a lot of that nothing feeling and people that have been depressed understand that because I think to the world at large that haven't dealt with depression, they think it's just like crying and being upset and, you know, constantly emotions. And it's often the opposite of that. If I'm depressed because of a situation, like, you know, if someone passes away or, you know, something happens to me that would cause me situational depression. Yeah, I'm going to be crying and I'm going to be sad. But a lot of times when I am in a depressive episode, that's just like a, a clinical, you know, I don't know why I feel this way, depression. I actually feel more of nothing. I don't feel emotions in general. Um, the highs and lows are just kind of muted. So it's just this very dry existence, I guess. <laughs> um, and yeah, it includes a lot of laying around just and then feeling guilty for laying around and then trying to do something but being exhausted. And uh, yeah, it, it it's very horrible and boring and like, I wish that I could enjoy being home from work any of the time that I am home, but it, I, I never enjoy it. It's never fun. It's not like you, I took a day off and, you know, I worked hard and I deserve this. It's, it's just like, I feel guilty the whole time and, um, and uncomfortable and not that obviously I wish everyone could, could feel the way I do because I don't wish that on others. But I wish there was a better way to make it understood. Because it's just, it's so tough some days. And I think one of the worst parts with depression is that it can always come back. And I've been really good for quite a while. And I talk that up to TMS. I mean, the TMS definitely helped tons when I got it done and um I feel like I haven't had any deep depression and another thing that contributes to it which oddly I don't know why but pretty much every September what I see in my memories like on Facebook and stuff I have been pretty depressed every September since like Jack was born even before maybe I can't recall exactly but I've read people, you know, attributing it to the the equinox, like the changes. And I, I do believe in things with the earth and the atmosphere contributing to how I feel. I know some people think that's silly or a bunch of like voodoo, <laughs> but I believe it. I, I can't otherwise put my finger on why every... September would make me bummed out because I am, as everyone knows, that listens to this, a huge fan of fall. Fall is my favorite, favorite season. I love everything that goes along with fall. I love Halloween. I love spooky movies. I love decorating the colors for fall. I love when it gets a little cooler so I don't have to worry about sweating and all the damn bugs. 
But for some reason, September just, you know, takes a lot of the wind out of my sails. And now that it's October, I'm starting to feel better a little bit. Like it's slowly, you know, ratcheting up to normal. Um, But I am definitely still not feeling 100% Kathy. And I mean, another big thing is I... I really have been trying hard to find something that I want to do that would work from the home because with migraines and depression, both being unpredictable there, it would be much easier to do a job that I could uh, completely carry on from the home and not have to worry if any of this stuff happens. But I've been out of the, customer service game for a long time, even though I have been very, you know, successful when I did it at call centers and in person and all that. Uh, I am, I have recently not done anything in that realm and it's been hard to get anybody to, for lack of a better term, take me seriously, I guess. And to even get my foot in the door in that sense. And that's frustrating too. And that doesn't help like your self-esteem and I'm just kind of in a holding pattern until I find something better. So, and with all of this, I, I also was doing some research into something that I've read about before, but that I, you know, I'm dealing with right now is, um, like caregiver depression. So, in our relationship with each other, Sean and I, there's a definite balance of me being the hot mess and him having to take care of me, him keeping things equal, him keeping things, um, you know, afloat. And it, there's only so long that somebody can go without starting to feel the effects on themselves. And, he has been floundering himself a little bit. And I know part of that is also not enjoying the job he's in. He has so much creative potential that is going, that is going untapped working a a customer service position. And he has been doing a lot of other more creative things, but nothing that is, bringing in enough money for him to quit that job. And especially because I am not bringing as much money. So he's been much more stressed. He's not sleeping well, you know, with those anxiety dreams. I don't know what kind of anxiety dreams everyone else has. And I know they say sometimes that hearing about someone's dreams are the most boring thing ever, but hear me out. Uh, When I have anxiety dreams, I feel like my dreams are always me trying to like hide. So I'll be going through like a neighborhood and I have to go into someone's house and hide. Like I have to try to, like I'm trying to escape from somebody. When I was a child, I had a reoccurring dream that a panther was after me. And this panther was always on a leash. Somebody had on a leash and I couldn't see the person's face. And then I remember after, you know, having this dream for 
months, if not years. Like there was one time that the panther got off the leash and came after me. I woke up before it got to me, but I'm sure there is some meaning behind that dream with my, you know, being afraid of something in particular. But anyway, with my current dreams, it, it is mostly just me hiding, having to get away or the opposite, which is not being able to find somebody like especially Sean in most of my dreams. I can't find him. And um, I'm sure that has to do with my fear of abandonment and uh, thinking that because I'm such a mess that um, at some point he's going to give up and leave. And again, I know that's not true, but I guess old habits die hard. I can't get that completely out of my mind. And when I sleep, I think it, I think it kind of takes over. And there was a, there was a friend I had in high school and we always joked that like, I did everything just, you know, like three years after her. So, you know, I was a cheerleader. She was a cheerleader. She was in drama. I was in drama. We did everything the same. We worked at the same place when we were out of high school. I got a bar together. And uh, funnily enough, she had a lot of trouble with migraines and um, other health issues. And now I'm having that problem. But she was married. And at some point, uh, her husband and her broke up. And I don't know the exact particulars, but I know part of it is just I think he got he got tired of the caretaker role and having to always be the one who put everything back together and held it together. And I think from being there for her through that, it makes me worried that that Sean may do the same thing. And uh, obviously really hoping not because I'm very happy and I really, I really love him. And I just, I think that's a big part of why I wish I could be better. I, I am better than I used to be because of him and, and um, because of him in the way of, I want to be better to, to make him feel better and make his life better, but also because he's there for me. So Well, that's something I really didn't expect I was going to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think it all, um, you know, accumulates in my brain and um, it's been it's been very hard lately. I'm just wondering if anyone else has this problem with around September only, because usually once it's mid-October, I'm feeling better and that remains to be seen, but we're getting close to that time. So I will let you know. But I feel like a lot of people have seasonal depression that, you know, it goes along with the cold and all that, but not usually very depressed in winter and like the end of fall. Just freaking September. I don't know why. And believe me, I am super glad that it's over, that that summer is over. I am enjoying this fall weather. Um, We got to go to Dorney Park the haunt stuff, even though Sean doesn't like it. I went with um, Jack and his dad and his dad's girlfriend and her girls. And 
it was so much fun getting to go through all those. And I also went with uh, my daughter, Jade, and her boyfriend and, and Sean, but Sean didn't go in the scary things. So um, <laughs> it's been so much fun doing those things. And I love that Jack is old enough to enjoy these things with me now and that I get along with his other family and everything. It's um, I'm uber lucky. And that brings me back to when you look at depression and it's like, I pretty much have everything. Yes. I don't have a lot of money. Um, you know, we don't love our jobs, but I have the best support and the best people in my corner. And um, it almost makes me feel guilty about, you know, that too, like being depressed. And uh, I really, I really wish that I could figure something out to fully get out of this. Um, I don't know if anyone that had TMS, if you've ever done like a quote unquote tune up, um, I might check into that to see if that's a possibility. Maybe I just need some help. I didn't also read that there. Um, I, I read this woman called The Bloggist. I wrote about her a book on my Instagram post that it's like, I, I totally, you know, understand where she's coming from and feel a kismet with her. Uh, and she had TMS done. And when she had it done, they actually they pinpointed two spots. Like they worked on one area for depression and one area for anxiety. And I did not know that you could get it for anxiety. So I would, um, I would definitely love to look into that because yes, right now I'm dealing with depression, but anxiety is a bare problem for me. That is a constant. And I have not been able to, no matter what, like even, you know, I have Xanax, I carry it. I pretty much end up having to take a Xanax every morning to go to work because I go in anxious, usually because if I missed a day or so, I feel guilty and uncomfortable about that. Um, you know, or I take it when I'm going like food shopping and stuff, but even then I don't feel completely at ease. And a lot of times I'll end up coming home exhausted because it was so hard to just be in the world. And um, I'm hoping that I can find a way to work on that. And I guess the last thing I'd like to talk about in this whole like um, Kathy's therapy session for you is, is there anybody else who did not, like they were, they feel like they're a different person than they were when they were younger because when I was in high school and like in college and stuff well no not so much in college but in high school I was very outgoing I was very chatty I loved being out I always you know had FOMO I was always fear of missing out I wanted to be part of everything and now I'm the opposite I want to be home most of the time um I don't talk much unless I'm in a group that I'm very comfortable in. And my hypothesis is that I went to such a small school that I felt very comfortable, but I don't know, even my feelings about it. It's just, I feel completely different about socializing in general. And that's been like, you know, for at least the last decade, if not more, I don't know if it's just getting older 
if anyone has any insight on their own life for that, I would love to hear it. So in fun news, I will like tell you guys, like, since I've been stuck staying at home with migraines uh, and some days I've been trying to enjoy some television, uh, I did finally watch Sinister, which I read was like supposed to be the scariest movie as per like um, beats per minute, heartbeat kind of thing. And uh, I loved it. It was so good. Uh, I do love Ethan Hawke, but the effects of the movie, the way they have like super eight film for some of the parts, it was so great. Um, and there was, there was like no gore. It was very much, you know, psychological. There were jump scares, but most of it was psychological. And I tried to watch the second one and it was like a totally different feel. It was not as good. So I don't know if anyone else had that same experience. Um, but yeah, I did start watching Dahmer. I really enjoyed the first episode, but because I've been depressed, I can't, I, it's not, there's a, there's different kinds of horror to me, you know, like there's funny jump scares, like, you know, I'm getting scared, get my heart rate up the Dahmer one. And it, this is a good thing, but it's very, it's totally not romanticized. It's all feels very real and very, uh, bare bones makes me feel sad and it makes me feel uh you know uncomfortable which again normally I don't mind that but the way I'm at the way I'm you know feeling right now I'm going to wait a little to finish that one but I'm sure I'm gonna love it Evan Peters is a gift um other things I've been watching that are just happy I've been watching a Great British Baking Show when it comes out every week and I am rewatching the Gilmore Girls because that's just a great fall rewatch. Actually, it's 22nd anniversary now, which makes me feel old and that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little about how I'm feeling right now. And uh, Sean will be back. And I will be hopefully posting more on Instagram. I've been feeling so badly about myself lately that it's been hard to do so and I appreciate everyone understanding we also want to have a game night since it's getting cooler and people might not be out as often so um, if you're a patron you can you can enjoy um, being part of those game nights we're gonna have a a poll up to gauge interest and and what nights would work I promise it's time. I said I was going to do it last time and I didn't because again, depression. Yay. Um, if you're not a patron, you can join and, um, you know, get in on all this fun stuff. So, uh, I hope you guys have a great week, two weeks till you talk to me again. And I'm going to take over one of Sean's things and say, if you are going to start a band, I have a name for you. And I think you should name your uh, band the Dancing Squirrels. Illest, the, the illest, the illest couple. Illest, the, the illest, the illest couple. Illest, the, the illest, the illest couple. Illest, the, the illest, the illest couple.